Hello and welcome to Friends of St. Anthony's. It is a Wednesday afternoon and we're coming to you from St. Anthony's Catholic Primary School. I am Miss Cole and I'm here with Mrs. Redman, Mrs. Domlio and Miss Varco. And we're here to introduce and discuss the school's wellbeing program, the Komochis program. And we're going to talk about some of our own experiences teaching Komochis, the response from the students, how it can be used in more ways than just in a lesson in the classroom. But first, we're going to find out a little bit more about what the Komochis is and why the school is using it. So let's get started. Mrs. Domlio, what is the Komochis program? So Komochis is actually um, a Japanese word for feelings. So that kind of summarises the core of the Komochis program. So it's a social and emotional learning tool um, that students will use to identify the emotions and how to regulate them in everyday life. It consists of soft plushy toys. They look like teddy bears. They're really cute. Um, and these are certain characters and they resemble certain characteristics or feelings. And then there are also 30 kind of palm-sized really brightly coloured pillows and those are feelings pillows and they have the name of the feeling on the back and a face resembling the feeling on the front and then there's kind of the theoretical framework which is more how lesson plans are followed what happens in lessons and how we teach this kind of emotional regulation to the students wonderful thank you very much so let's kind of um go a little bit deeper and talk about why did the school decide to implement this program? Yeah, good question. So if we look at our strategic plan, if we look at the strategic plan of St Anthony's, um, we place a large emphasis on connection and belonging. It's really important to us. Um, and in order for children to be able to take part in the social and emotional demands of any day and feel that they belong, it's really helpful for them to know what's going on inside. They need to be able to regulate their emotions in different situations and in um, different social situations as well and so at St Anthony's we've invested in the Komochis program to support our students um, in giving words to their feelings and learning how to act in different social situations not only at school as well also outside the classroom at home um, on the sports field you can use the Komochi program pretty much anywhere which is great. Awesome so let's kind of open it up now to the rest of the room um, and let's talk about how is it used in the classroom? Okay, I have the reception class and we have four-year-olds, um, five-year-olds and six-year-olds. So obviously very young, um, we have a lot of days where they are missing mum or dad or their siblings at home. Um, they have come to school from an environment that's probably not as structured as school, which can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, so we have gradually introduced the characters this term to the students, um, mainly to um, for them to make a connection with them and to be able to have actually something physical to touch um, when they most often are feeling sad and lonely. Um, we have just started to introduce the communication skills, but I've only just touched on that. Um, but for us, this term has really been um, for the students to make connections with the characters um, when they are experiencing certain emotions within the classroom. And, and those emotions can happen at any stage, when they arrive at school, when um, they come in from playtimes, which is 
um, often really difficult to regulate after they've um, been out uh, running around and then having to come back into a structured environment. Um, also, <laughs> often towards the end of the day when they're starting to feel tired, um, their bodies are starting to fatigue and their minds are starting to fatigue and they just need something to connect with. Um, as part of it, to support that program at home and to keep the communication happening at home, um, after each character introduction, um, we sent the information, the parent information home to um, hopefully develop conversations at home so the children can talk about them. Now, that might happen on a very simplistic basis um, or it might be um, the parents being able to use um, the characteristics from the characters to help the children explain their emotions at home. So ours so far has been quite um, yeah, a simplistic approach but has certainly been um, already seen lots of benefits within the classroom at certain times of the day. That's great. And even though it seems quite simplistic and very early for you guys, that mm. whole introduction with the characters and building that connection is essential because the whole program is built off of that. So Yeah, and I think too, great. by starting quite early when they begin school, then that can transition through not only throughout the year, but as they uh, they move on to year one and year two and year three, um, and they become uh, more adept at explaining their feelings and why they're feeling that way and how to deal with certain emotional situations. So I think you know, like we said, it's a simplistic approach to start with, but it is certainly something that we can build on throughout our year but then build on to Again. the years above when they yep. might be starting to have some feelings to do with work yep. and not just play and dealing with other students. Yeah, yeah. the situations and the context brought in out. Yeah, certainly. Yep. Definitely. What about you, Miss Varco? Well, we're quite similar to Mrs Redmond actually. We use Komochi's very regularly in year one and two classes we have regular mini lessons after lunchtime, which seems to be a really good time because that's when problems do seem to arise or children are feeling overwhelmed after having playtime. So when children are struggling to express their emotions verbally, we grab out those little pillows and they can grab one out and show us how they're feeling because uh, we find a lot of the time um, their str children struggle to put how they're feeling into words. Mm, so this is a tool to help them mm. express how they're feeling to us so then we can work through that together. We also um, refer to the characteristics of each character. We find them to be very relevant to the children and they can relate to them really well. So we use them as like role models in our classroom. So for example, our class has been working really hard on being brave and developing our confidence. So we refer to Bug for this. So yep. he's the Komochi character who is a caterpillar who's afraid to change into a butterfly. So we say to the children, we need to be really brave like Bug. Wonderful. And that's a great example. Thank you for sharing. Um, for us in year three, it's um, quite very similar. We're all kind of following a similar program, so it's very connectable. And when they go out into the yard, um, they can uh, hear children from other classes talking about very similar things and that can make that connection that way and build consistency. So um, we've kind of – we've gone over the characters but not as in-depth as maybe the receptions and one-twos because my cohort have um, already – um, experienced this from last year when it was first introduced um, and uh, it was very great to see how 
instantly they knew who the characters were and could list some of their characteristics already. Um, and then from there, we were able to then explore the keys of communication, uh, which is probably really essential for my cohort, being able to um, develop skills in communicating respectfully and kindly and developing that language and the kind of skills to do that. Uh, so we do our Komochi lessons in the morning, in our morning meeting, and it's kind of the first thing we do. We revise some things and then we follow the lessons and it's usually really fun, really lighthearted, and it's all just about um, the key terminology. So we do that in the morning and then whenever something arises throughout the day, then um, we can refer back to that, either remember this morning how we talked about this um, and that whole chance of redoing and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then we then have lots of scaffolds that are put up around the classroom uh, to then encourage that throughout um, the term and the year as they start to move on to different concepts. Yeah. So, do you yeah. have Do you have the characters still in your classroom? Yeah, so we yeah. have the mini versions of them yep. um, and we have a set of um, feelings as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, we quite, we have the physical, which is really important, especially yeah. when the lessons you're talking about the characters and using them to help understand, build understanding of the concepts and the terminology. It's really important to have the characters there yeah. and them to be able to touch and feel them and manipulate those materials as well. Yeah. I've found that there's certain children that gravitate towards yes. certain characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we're still working out whether that's because of their characteristics or whether it's just a connection of what the characters look like. like yeah. But I'm yeah. certainly finding, um, yeah, certain students going to certain characters. Yep. Um, and I'm sure as the year unfolds, we'll see more of a, um, yeah, a consistent approach with what ones are they're, they're resonating with. Yep. Yeah. We're the same in our class. We have the kids that pick the same ones all the time but I think it is for the characteristics in our class like mm. when they really need to be brave they will go for bug and that sort of thing mm. that's great I, I think what we're seeing as well is that we've been doing this for a few years now this Komochi's program and what we're seeing is that the kids are learning um, a specific language yep. relating to Komochi's and that's so great because what they've learned in reception they're able to bring through right up until year three um, and they become so familiar with using those terms, that kind of terminology, that language, that it spreads out into the yard, into recess, um, and probably even at home as well. And so kids are able to identify certain characteristics, certain feelings, certain behaviour traits, um, and put that into their own language, which is so helpful for them as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's such a versatile program. It doesn't have to be a set structure and a set thing we follow. We literally, we look at the needs in our class and kind of assess what is really important for them right now to learn from and then we kind of use the Komochi program to then support that learning. Yep. And I think I've been able to um, use the Komochis um, to explain to the children how I might be feeling mm. um, and I think that's important too for the children to realise that we as adults have um, conflicting feelings sometimes Sometimes we're feeling tired, sometimes we're feeling a bit grumpy, mm. um, sometimes we lose our patience too and it makes it real for them. You know, we can get the characters out and explain, well, in this situation this happened to me mm. and um, make connections that way too. Um, yeah, it just makes it, I think, a little bit real for the children, you yeah. know, explain when I get home from school I might be feeling a bit like Cloud and... Um, 
I'm feeling a bit grumpy, I'm feeling a bit tired, but I know that I can change my mood by doing certain things at home to make myself feel better, just like I can do at school. Perfect. Also as well, what we're finding, and I know from counselling as well, is that um, our students are learning to identify those emotions in their friends, Mm. and then they're also learning how to come alongside their friends and help them. So they can say, oh, I can see you feeling a bit sad, like cloud. Um, let me help you to turn his face around. What can we do that's going to make you feel a bit happier or a little bit more enthusiastic? So that's really great because what we're seeing is that s- students are really starting to support one another mm. as well. Yep, and that yep. builds that sense of community and belonging, yep. That yep. is, which is part of our strategic plan. Absolutely. Which is excellent. Okay, so... Next question, how does it connect with other learning? How have you seen it kind of draw in to other learning areas and other opportunities for growth there? Well, I think our protective practices, for Mm -hmm. one, is um, a big part of our curriculum Mm -hmm. for children to be safe and to know that their bodies feel safe, um, their minds feel safe, uh, their emotions feel safe. Um, for me, that's a big connection with our protective practices and um, we haven't gone into the curriculum of protective practices yet but we've been introducing it in that subtle way yep. yeah, yep. with the Komochis. And so when we actually start that curriculum, we've actually already established safe boundaries, yep. um, being able to share our emotions, what feels right, yep. what doesn't feel right. Yep. And... Um, when our body is giving us messages and I think because we've already built that strong relationship with those characters we'll be able to use those characters when we start those formal lessons even though we've already started Mm. um, that within the classroom making it that safe place. Absolutely we've been using them in our class as well and creating that uh, safe space in-house we were exploring family structures which can be an uncomfortable a conversation for a few children mm-hmm. and we used um, hug to puss in particular to support us in having those conversations that everyone is unique and families are unique and that's special and okay and that is to mm-hmm. be celebrated yeah, and those really great. did help with those conversations yeah we did one. families too yeah um, this this a term and um, identifying that yeah there are so many different family structures out there yeah and that just because yours isn't or doesn't look like somebody else's family structure doesn't make make it right or wrong exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. I think yeah what you've done there um, yeah we've done that too and just forgotten about that actually yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah we used hug to puss as well for that that yep. scenario as well and yeah very supportive and that because hug to puss he you know has doesn't have eight legs yeah and yep. so he's a little bit different and the kids identify that uh, as well. And moving on to our, obviously, our religion lessons too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It supports that program of being inclusive. Um, Our focus at the moment is hospitality and welcoming others into our world, our community, Um, just making sure that everybody feels safe around us. Um, Are we acting safe towards others? Um, Yeah, that hospitality, welcoming others has certainly been uh, a highlight for the children this term. And... um, yeah, the characters really support that. 
And I think this just highlights that these are tools. They're much more than just soft toys. They support so much, so many different conversations, so many different learning areas. They're amazing. Yeah, and it's like um, a physical um, object for them to then transfer into. It's it it becomes a lot easier to then talk about such hard concepts and ideas like our feelings and emotions and stuff like that so it's a very tangible experience for them and relatable to the children yeah definitely and some of the children find learning tricky yeah yeah and to know that that is actually okay that you know when we're learning something new it uh, we we experience different emotions and for and to recognize that other children are experiencing um, other emotions Mm. than what they are having when they're learning something new and to be able to use those characters, and like I said, we we have based ours around our characters. We haven't moved a lot onto the feelings pillows yet, yep. um, but being able to f- they to express how they're feeling when they are finding something a little bit tricky. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yep. definitely. That's great. So, how are we finding students are responding to the program? So, uh, I know from um, a counselling perspective. Um, I'm using it really often in my counselling um, sessions and it's generally become a go-to for your reception to year three students. Um, often, without me even having to prompt mm-hmm. them, they'll go, we've got a Komochi section in our passage and they'll bring one of the characters with them to um, a counselling session and even if the character sits on the chair next to them or sits on their lap or just sits with them, um, they feel a lot more comfortable mm. or they'll speak about um i'll ask questions to hugtopus or and it they know the questions to them but they find it easier to answer if they're answering for hugtopus or cloud or yep. bug um simply that kind of transferring their emotion onto that physical object like you mm-hmm. said has been amazing for them in counseling so i've seen such growth such um kind of emotional regulation and um, growth in the counseling sector which has been amazing for Students who are so young. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, when you're talking about four and five and six-year-olds um, in my class, um, they are young yeah. and we're expecting them to regulate, <laughs> you know, for such a long time at yep. school yep. Um, when it's very new, Absolutely. very new to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, to be honest, not all my ki- kids have connected to the Komochis yet but what's lovely about them is that we display them in our safe place um, in our classroom they're available all the time in our classroom Um, to begin with they were a bit um, special and Mm -hmm. the kids all wanted to have them Mm. but to see already how much the kids have progressed over the term to now it's just the children who need them, yep. who are going to them, mm. and we don't have to monitor who is going to get them. Yeah. Whereas that's probably a big change. Yep. To begin with, we had to say, yes, you can get them, no, you can't, because it was it was a game and it was a toy. Novelty. But already, you know, we've only been at school 11 weeks and the shift is being prominent already to the children gravitating to them when they need them. Yeah. Um, with you know, within their learning day. And we don't discriminate in what time of day they need them because yeah. some have um, separation anxiety when leaving parents in the morning. Some get heightened at recess and lunchtime and need to regulate back down. Mm. Um, some 
the tiredness and fatigue mm. hits. It, so it's, it doesn't matter what time of day. Um, but yes, I can see that massive growth as well yeah. throughout the term of the children knowing when they need it. Mm. And our students are the same. They recognise them as the tools and they recognise yeah. when they need them. And we mainly use them for emotional support tools outside of our Komochi lesson times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for us, it's been a, a great response from them how uh, quickly they adapt to the new tem- terminology. But I've just seen such a great um, response in terms of their self-regulation mm-hmm. um, and just how easily they're now starting to be able to communicate how they're feeling mm. and then suggest ways of then um, resolving those feelings, mm. especially if they are um, quite uncomfortable feelings like mad or sad, um, frustrated, annoyed, anxious. Um, they are actually now starting to be able to identify that, communicate that and then um, work on a pathway to then resolve that, mm. yeah, which is absolutely. great. Yeah, for my children it's also recognising um, for us touching other people mm. because, you know, young children, um, how they want to get somebody tension yeah. is, yeah. you know, touching, um, which, you know, which is fine, but other children might not like yeah. that. Um, and so using the characters to know like Hugged Puss you know, we need to recognise that um, there's ways to approach people, there's ways to get mm. their attention, even when the children are talking to us, knowing that our attention has to go across a whole class and yeah. we can't just talk to one person all the time. And I think the characters there, um, Hugged Puss especially, you know, um, getting somebody's attention. Mm. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, tell us about your favourite Komochi's lesson so far. Oh, God. My favourite lesson builds on just what Deb was saying about Hugged a Puss. So, we've used Hugged a Puss to develop the not now signal. Mm. So, that's that signal where you put out your finger to the side of your body between you and the child and not giving them the eye contact. So, it's showing them, like, I'm interested in what you want to say, but now's not the right time. So, Mm. it's acknowledging that, yes, I know you want to tell me something, but now really isn't the right time. And we use that heaps ever since that lesson. It has worked so well in our class just to acknowledge, like make the children know that I do acknowledge what you want to say, but now really isn't the right time. And I think that would be a really good tool for parents to use as well. Mm, yeah. Like it's Absolutely. really effective. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it is, it's one of the most easily transferable skill. Yeah. Oh, something definitely. they pick up so quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Mm. I'm looking I'm looking up at all the characters at the wall right now going, <laughs> I don't know. There's just so um, many great I ones. I know, there is so many great <laughs> ones. Um, we probably probably refer to cloud yeah. um, quite regularly, um, knowing that we are able to switch our emotions. Mm. That if we come in the morning and we are feeling a little bit sad and we are feeling um, that now we are separated from the people that we love at home, mm. um, what can we do? to change our mindset and change how we're feeling. And I think the children, and I was only just saying to the children at the end of today how proud we are of not only their learning this term but most proud of the way how they are caring about each other. Mm. And they are able to articulate and pick up the single signal so quickly yeah. when they see another child in need. And oh, it is so beautiful. Mm. And 
I honestly have only just spoke to them about how proud we are of how caring they are about each other and I would find an example every 15, 20 minutes in my classroom of children picking up cues from other people, from their fellow students, of how they can help them get through a tricky situation, whether it's work, whether it's not being able to find something, whether it's mum and dad have left, whether they're just feeling sad or down or tired Mm. and they just jump in without any prompting from me to be able to go and do that. And that's great. Massive. Mm. Oh, I'm just so proud. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And those those moments are just so heartwarming. Mm. They are. Really special. They are. Yeah, definitely. I suppose for me, my favourite Promoters lesson hasn't actually been one specifically from the program. It's how we've implemented it into um, a specific mini unit that we did at the start of the year looking at self-regulation and the zones of regulation. Um, and we did a lot of work connecting Komochi's, uh with those um, zones and the whole idea of acknowledging our feelings, being able to communicate them easily Um and then finding strategies to be able to resolve those effectively. Those were really my favourite to see those um, light bulb moments, the pennies drop, and then to see them now, even now, transferring that knowledge into self-regulating really um, effectively, being able to communicate without any prompting um, and guidance from me. They can just automatically, they're using that terminology, which is great. Um, I think, Gardner, like in any of your class... The brave lesson. That I think was in my class. Yes, I think yep. it was. Um, we wanted to just chat to the students about how to be brave at school yep. when you leave your carers in the morning and you've got to come to school. And we know that can be overwhelming, but we're going to try and put our brave in front. And um, so we took Bug out, and Bug's wings were inside, and we took Bug's wings out of. Bug's little pouch and it was all very exciting and then we saw Bug fly but we knew Bug was really nervous and Bug had to put his brave in front and I think just the response and the energy in the room when Bug yeah. flew was <laughs> amazing. It. <laughs> it was a highlight of my day. Oh, um, so I think that was definitely one of the top les- um, lessons that I've taught in the classroom. Um, in the counselling room, um, I've had a situation where we were able to with a certain child, um, turn Cloud's face around in the actual session without me asking. So we started off with how I'm feeling and this is what's making us feel feel down. And I'd said at the beginning, if at any time you think it's time to um, see how Cloud's doing, if you think Cloud is feeling happy, you can you know turn his head around if you feel like it. And anyway, that was probably in a previous session. or And while we were talking... This child just settled into the chair and you could see them really starting to relax and their mind starting to settle. And as um, as I was talking, they just turned Cloud's head around and the whole demeanour changed and it was just such a pivotal moment for me because I just realised how they were able to go, okay, I was sad, we've spoken about it, We've um, I feel supported, I've got some solutions, I can actually carry on with my day now. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a huge change um, and, and just seeing that physical representation was really amazing for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I- final question. If 
you were a Kamocha's character, which character would you be and why? Tricky so one, good. yeah, no. <laughs> and it's more. and it's hard because you could uh, like every every person you can kind of see a little bit of you in each one of them. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. if you were to pick one that you were like most like, which one would it be? Oh, I'm probably Lovey Dove. Mm. I like yeah, to wrap my yeah, I like to wrap my arms around and make children feel better. Just make sure <laughs> everyone under your wing is okay. Yeah, you find yourself just checking out, seeing that all your little people are okay, and then you feel like cool. I'm okay. Even today, we're sitting there um, watching the Stations of the Cross. Yes. And I had a little girl next to me and, um, you know, it's, it was an overwhelming. It's, a, you know, for them, it's quite a complex um, topic, you know, and um, for them sitting for a long time too, for, you know, 30, yes. 30 35 minutes for that age group. Um, and all she just needed was connection yeah. and just to know, hold out her hand and know that I was there. Mm. Um, and I think that's how I see myself sometimes, mm. just this oh, lovey-dovey, yep. circling the students yeah. you know, with her little turtle doves below. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know. I think you're definitely a lovey-dovey. <laughs> <laughs> I've had Mrs. Redman in my life for a while now. <laughs> I like to think that I'm a bit of a lovey dove as well, but I also think um, bug as well. Like I can mm. get nervous and doubt myself sometimes, but I know I need to be brave and push through forward and give everything a go. Yeah, definitely. Um, I probably relate really uh, deeply with bug, um, just that the need to be brave, but also um, working how to do that by myself, but also acknowledging the need. For encouragement from others mm. as well, how important that is in being brave and being supported, and mm. I think one of the things with Bug, and I'm going to say this about <laughs> Sky Miss Flacco, <laughs> is that knowing when you need support. Yes, and we're all yeah, in different really stages yeah. of our teaching and a yes. different stages of our learning. Um, being brave, like Bug, is not doing it all yourself. Yes, yeah, is exactly. knowing yeah. when you actually need your colleagues, you actually need your friends, your fellow teachers okay. around you yep. um, to support you in situations where you might not feel um, super confident or you just need that um, to go, that's okay. Mm. I actually I actually recognise yep. that in myself when uh, in different scenarios. Um, so it's not actually being brave to do it all yourself but being brave to acknowledge that I actually need support now yeah yep. and I think that's what we want to get yep. for the children too and yeah no, it's not everybody finds things um not everybody finds everything easy yes. or all, 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 all the yeah. time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and and that's why it's knowing what words to use when mm. you need yeah. help and mm. when you're reaching out for help for a child that can be daunting if it is for us even mm. yes um so learning how to say Oh, Stomi, are you really understanding? No. This? Can you help me with this? Or when this happened, I really actually just did not know what to do. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I'm confused. Mm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all been there. Yeah, we all. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Days can be challenging. Yeah. Mm. I think Kamochi, I was di- I lovey dove. I was pinned down for lovey dove for myself, but I'm gonna just change it to be You're a little bit different. Yeah. I am. Watch me go. I think um, I'm going to take on Hugtopus because mm. Hugtopus, a um, little bit silly, loves mm. a good laugh, a mm. um, little bit different from South Africa, different accent. And so when I came over here, um, 
a lot of students would ask me um why us being funny or why my <laughs> voice is <laughs> different <laughs> or like where are you from um and i suppose i i, I could really use hugtopus often in that hugtopus is a bit different um and this is what makes us different let's celebrate that and i see that that makes you different and i love that yeah and so i think um because we can uh, chloe as you said see a bit of each of the characters in ourselves um i was actually just looking at hugtopus now and i thought oh yeah i'll go with hugtopus this time <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, you can definitely relate to all of them, though, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. And that's what makes the program so great. Mm. What about you, Miss Cole? Um. That yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. I definitely feel like bug is the main one. Um, but I think if I even think about me growing up. I was definitely relatable to Cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, picture young Miss Cole, sassy, snappy. Yeah. It's been a, definitely a school I've worked on a lot. <laughs> yeah. Turn um, it down. Yeah, and I've <laughs> learned. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely learned um, a lot of the skills that Cat teaches us yeah. about um, using talking voices yeah. and trying not to get so caught up in our emotions and being really respectful in the way that we communicate, even though we're feeling um, in uncomfortable in our frustration or our anxiousness. That's really good. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much. Oh. If you would like to hear more episodes from Friends of St. Anthony's, you can check them out on our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by Miss Cole for St. Anthony's and we thank you all of you, Ms. Mrs. Redmond, Miss Varco and Mrs. Domlio for joining us here today. Be sure to connect with St. Anthony's on Facebook for photos, news and behind the scenes stuff. We're also recently on Instagram, so go check us out there as well. Thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye. <laughs>